Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the third and final hour of the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jace. And let's head down Corpus Christi Way. Let's check in with old Captain Cliff Webb and see if he's still married this morning. Cliff, what's up, buddy? <laughs> still here, buddy. Still kicking. Still here, man. still married, and making <laughs> another one, man. Yeah, I made that 47-year anniversary this week. So now, I knew I you were going to take the week off, and you and your that. wife were going to yeah. get some rest and do a little fishing oh. and all that. Oh, yeah, we got some rest. <laughs> 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 I think I, I don't think I've, I've ever not rested on a vacation. I've just been on that beach every day, Mickey. I just, God almighty. It's been, you know, the weather's been incredible for the beach. You're just a sick individual, man. You can't I help yourself. Sick. God, I get up at daylight and go hit the top water bite, and then about 9 to 10 o'clock, they, I start sightcasting. I'm not sightcasting in the surf. is off the chart. God, that's fun, Mickey. Man, awesome. we've had some toads in the surf. So I had the you know, anniversary and birthday this week, so we just take off this whole time. And a, a lot of years we go down to South Pottery and spend the week down there. That's We got we had our honeymoon down there, so we love South Pottery. We love the beach. So, but this these last few years, this water down here since Packery has been so unbelievable this time of year that – you know, right. we got gin clear water here, and uh, there's something about uh, swimming and fishing in that gin clear water. It's just really nice. It's, uh, it's beautiful, but it, what it does, it shows you the migrations of these fish in the surf. When you can see them, Mickey, mm-hmm. you realize it helps you fish better in the surf. It helps you realize what's going on. So in the morning, I'm targeting these dead-end bars. So these trout in the morning, they're up real shallow. The sharks are pushing them up really shallow. They're not in that second gut. They're in that first gut in the morning. Right. And they're shallow. They're real shallow. And the water's gin clear. And, man, you got about 45 minutes before the light. You're going to get them on top water. And the amount of bluefish that are in there and, and the <laughs> amount of sharks. So it's just bring you some top waters, Bubba, and don't throw your favorite one. Because <laughs> you just might lose it, you know. It's good stuff. But I started on my birthday at Barry. We always – fish together on, our, on my birthday on the, on, on the rocks and so this year was so calm we didn't have to fish the rocks we could fish open beach and uh, we caught you know four or five a piece nice fish nothing real big that morning just fish but the guy standing next to me about 50 yards away with croaker mickey 
that croaker had hit the water and he could barely click the bail over and he would have a fish on it. But you know how they are in that clear water. But it's incredible how far those croakies will bring those fish in. But uh, And so we kind of moved down away from him. We did better, <laughs> but it was good. Yeah, but get away from that. More, yeah. Oh, boy. That's yeah, there's fun. a lot more fish in there, and we think they are. And I have no problem with them fishing croakers, whatever they want. But it's just funny how you don't think, oh, the bike stop, and somebody pulls up in that clear water with live bait. It's Katie bar the door. But uh, the coolest day, we're sitting there. And uh, so I do my, my morning thing, and, and Carol doesn't want to get up early, so I go back and get Carol. But first, I go back and get the dogs. I run the dogs on the beach, swim on the beach, put take them home, feed them, then go back about mid-morning when I can feed a fish. And so Carol and I was back up on the little slope on the beach. And this is what's so weird is every year I'm fishing different areas. I'm fishing an area now on the beach I haven't fished in years. They're not in my normal spots. Right. And so I've moved, and I'm, I'm got an umbrella up on the tailgate, and I can just see these big trout coming down the first bar. You'd be sitting there. And it'd be like three of these big toads just coming down the bar. And then when you step off that tailgate and grab your rod, they're 75 yards away, and they, they react to it. They are that they can see that good. And if you think those fish can't see, it's amazing. Oh, they so, can. Well, we've seen that in the bays when you have yeah. to get down on your knees and lower your profile you know, to throw to them. You know? So I went back to the truck and put on a sod of blue shirt, white blue skies, you know, and took my white hat off, put a blue hat on, you know. And I stood there not making a move in about needed water. And here comes those toads coming down there. And I tried, they, I take that little John, that XL, that uh, watermelon red flake. And it, when that sun's out, that red flake just goes off. It, sh- it really shines. And I, was, I went to my fluorocarbon, my cigar. You got to use that cigar in a surf. You know, I, I have a hard time throwing it because I throw so hard, but I, I slow down because you have to fish it in that surf. It's so clear. So I got my 25 fluorocarbon. Those fish were coming, Mickey. I made the most perfect cast. Three feet in front of them, they don't see me. And as soon as they got to the bait, I flipped it twice, and they blow out of there like five feet away from it. Like, what? You know, uh, it's like, why are they doing that? But they're just seeing everything. And the yeah, only that, way that's I That's what get, kills us when the surf gets that air clear, man. Yeah. And the only way I caught a fish was I took a floating uh, pink corky, a floater. Mm-hmm. And I stood there. And right when I got them at about a 45 angle, I'd flip it uh, two foot in front of their face. When it hit the water, I'd flip it, and I'd get them to blow on it right then. And if, if they didn't hit it then, it's game over. It was kind of like it's in their face. They had to make a decision right then. And most right. of the time, most of the time they, they snop, they just, you know, reject it. But sometimes they'd smoke it. You know, I had one about 27 do that. But, uh, but the one that I chased, so I'm trying to get Carol to catch these fish. I'm showing them to her. She's catching them. And there would be a big school of drum come down the beach, like a 100 of them just turn the water black. And behind wow. them would be a big school of sheephead come down. And then a couple of tarpon on the outside bar. It was just like watching an aquarium, you know. And so I looked down, and I see this giant shadow coming down the beach. I go, that's way too big for a trout. I said, that's a big snook or something, but it's got the trout color. It's got that certain color that trout have. Right. And Mickey, I walked down the beach chasing that trout, and he had a tail like a flashwater, big old, big old tip on the tail. And I get about 30 yards from that fish, never once ever turned on anything I threw. I was going down that, I was going down that beach, biting plugs off, sticking them in my hat, putting another <laughs> one on. I never got that fish to even look at nothing, you know. But that's that's it's just fun to chase them, you know. It's just fun to chase yeah, those things. Is. But uh, anyway, I was a little pumped up on the surf this week. I got I got my boat to shop and got all new seats on it and uh, one of those yeah, you new told batteries. Me you're gonna get those new seats and everything. I'd like to have your old ones. <laughs> well, I got. 
Hey, man, that old pedestal that with that drawer in the back, it sold in about two seconds. <laughs> I bet it did. I liked yeah. that setup. That was nice. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to like these new uh, Shockwave seats, too, you know, with the with the shock in them. But I got the new magnesium battery, the new one, you know, that's uh, I, t- I replaced all, all the, three of my Yeah, cars. lithium. Lithium, excuse me. I, I replaced all three of my total motor badges with one of those, so I, I lost a lot of weight in my boat. I can't, can't wait to see how that works out. You'll like it. It's yeah, just, I'm hoping so. Your pocketbook doesn't like it, but it's, it's a lot <laughs> it nicer. It was sick. <laughs> yeah, and that's why you take the wife with you to pick up what, the boat. <laughs> what, kind of, what brand did you get, a Dakota or what? I think it is. I, You know, Chris put that in there. Chris does. You know, Chris is amazing. So I bring it in there, and he, he knows exactly. He knows the state of the art. I said, just do it. Do it like you would want it in yourself. And of course, he just, every connection he does, and it's just sure. amazing how those guys work. They're incredible. But now it's hard to, to find when you get a good one like that. It's a, there's they're few and far between. I know. Now I got to work three or four more weeks to catch up what I spent. So that's all right. Yeah. That's, that's what we do. You know. That that's that's welcome to the guide business, huh? <laughs> we make it the boat take it away. That's all right. <laughs> Just a big old good. hole in the water. We pour money into. We that's make good. Money, I love pour it. it in. Just give it right back. Long as, I, long as I stay out there, but it's going to be a good week coming up. I'm looking forward to this fishing the bay this week. I you know last week uh, it's amazing what I, I'd go out to the fish clean table and see what came in, and these guys are in at eight thirty nine o'clock. It's just nuts how many fish they got. Yeah. God, oh, man. Well, y'all turned it around. Y'all turned the corner down there. We just need uh, a good stretch, about five years of no disasters. I know, no big floods for you guys. And are you are you guys catching them in the surf uh, now? Real Our good? surf is, you know, it it depends on who you talk to. You know, the mm-hmm. experienced guys that have been doing it forever. You know, your Dawn Patrol dudes, they're, they're catching their share of fish. And but it's it's not like they're everywhere. It's spotty, but when you do get on them, it's good. And I've seen a few yeah. big ones, you know, come out of the surf. Most of them are just you know fish. Yeah. Kind of like our bay fish, but uh, it's all good. Been pretty. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's been a long here. time since we've seen a late May and early June this consistent and this good. You know, with the oh, it's just so good. That beautiful yeah. water all the way to the beach. It's just it's been fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's uh, and the tarpon, Mickey. We're seeing these schools of tarpon. You know, they're probably a mile or two offshore, and people going out and and they're hooking a bunch of tarpon. Now I think they're finally headed. I guess they're headed towards you guys, but. Uh, Man, we sure had a bunch go by, and uh, I know they're catching them at Fort Aranjus right now, but it's pretty neat to see the guys finally here chasing tarpon. No, it's funny how you guys up there north and all that really chase the tarpon. Here the guys just don't chase them like you guys do. Finally, they're getting a few guys out here chasing them. I wouldn't either if I could have had trout like you got chasing the bay. I wouldn't I wouldn't mess with it either. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. You know that yeah, um, last year was probably the worst year I've heard of really ever on kingfish you know catches as far as harvest and everything and this year it's totally opposite just boom where'd all these kings come from i had a guy send me videos from the freeport jetties the other day and they were catching the heck out of kingfish off the jetties just like y'all do down south yep they're catching them off the jetties here too and big jacks port isabel too and uh Mm -hmm. that's that's just uh great to see and you know a lot of the charter boats going out they're uh, able to after they get their snapper they're able to take up slack and put their clients on a bunch of kingfish everybody loves mm-hmm. to catch them 
we had the Mosquito Crew. That's about five boats that are in those 18 to 21 foot boats. They call them Mosquito Crew, mm. and they go out around the rigs. They're back by nine o'clock, and they've got kingfish, snapper, and all that stuff. You know, and they're just a, they all go out of the group. It's about four or five of them. They all go out together. And yeah, the old Mosquito Fleet. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm glad they do. You know, small boats stay stay like that because it's much safer to have a bunch of people <laughs> in case nothing happens. You got your buddies out there because. Man, you don't want to be out there in the middle of that Gulf, Nikki, with one engine and a small boat like that. It's dangerous. Man. No, you get, it is. Something happens, you get sucked out in the current, they don't find you. Man, you need to have somebody around or twin inch something. You know, you got to be careful. Well, and with these Gulf storms we've been there. pulling this year, you know, yeah. that's man, that's that's a big gamble. You know, it's better. Hey, safety in numbers, right? <laughs> Just like oh, mullet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me knock this break out. I'll be right back, Cliff. Hang All on, right, buddy. buddy. Hang Thank with you. me. All right. All right, well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croker's located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out on display firsthand right there at the store, or you can call Jason for more info at 281-701-8107. And when, while you're by there, check out all their wild-caught guff seafood, the big 912, you know, wild-caught guff shrimp. They always have great availability, great pricing. And crawfish season, I know it's winding down, but Boyd's has still got plenty of them. So call and reserve if you want to have one more big boil before the season's over. That's Boyd'sOneStop.com, 409-945-4001. When you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It is 619 here in the Bayou City. All right, Cliff, we are back, my friend. All right, buddy. I was going to ask you, there's a there's a fish here that's almost outselling croakers, and I, I'd never believe it. What do you think it is? I mean, they stand in line to get them every morning, it's, and it's not croakers. It's, uh, it's not pinky perch. No, perch. it's sardines. Sardines. <laughs> they buy those five-box 
five-pound box of sardines every morning. And they'll go get them a few dozen croakers and a five. And I sit there in the morning, and so I'm waiting on my clients, and I'm watching all the bait guys. You know, they putting all the baits in the boats and the buckets. I'm just watching all that going on, and every one of them's got a five-pound box of sardines. They take these sardines that's been going on for years and catching those redfish. It's, it's incredible. They throw them out, and it's like a slick, and they come from miles away to eat those sardines. And uh, it is amazing how effective sardines. That's something that I, we've never seen before, Mickey, and it's getting real popular here. I'll be I was there. wondering if you've got sardine soakers there going on yet. Man. No, uh, we get we get a little bit of everything. I hadn't heard of that yet around here. So. You know, they had the, the ballyhoo, you know, all that stuff for years, you know. Right. And, and of course all that stuff and the pogies but man the sardines are very effective evidently so i'm i'm seeing a lot of redfish come in on sardines and uh i'm talking to people that's been out with the guys in sardines and it's pretty incredible once the fish show up uh, on that slick they just come right up to the boat pretty pretty crazy isn't it it is pretty nuts <laughs> i don't know I man. i think i have I might have a box of crackers on that deal <laughs> you know one for me one for this no, yeah. i never I've never been a big sardine eater, but I know lots of people that love them. No, I'm not much on them. That's uh, <laughs> that's bait. I don't eat bait. Well, I figured those sardines were made for the inlanders, that people that don't really get fresh fish. You know, if you got to eat a sardine, you're too far from the surf, man. <laughs> you're too far from the water. About, about the only thing out of a can like that, I, those little smoked oysters used to be pretty good yeah, with they're crackers. Good. They're pretty good. They are, yeah. man. God almighty. But, uh, and it, it's funny, so... What's going on in Galveston with the oysters? Have you guys got a lot of oysters? Not Fight really, man. We've been uh, it, it just, we're on the struggle bus on oysters around here. I think that's what's happened. The price is down here. I think one oyster is four dollars and fifty cents right now. Oh my! For goodness. one for one raw oyster. So something's going on with the oysters. They're coming in from the east coast, you know. And so see, it used to be just the opposite. All the oysters went up there from here. Galveston Bay supplied all the care. east coast. Yes. My buddies were in Louisiana a couple of years ago, and, and they went around back, and uh, you'd go around back to some of these restaurants, and the shucker would be there shucking a sack of oysters. Right. And you, you sit there and have a beer and slip them a couple of bucks to give you a couple of oysters. And uh, the boys got looking at the sacks of oysters. They were one of said Galveston on them. <laughs> it was great. And they're in Louisiana. <laughs> and I was loving that, serving Galveston oysters in Louisiana. That's good stuff. But, uh, you, so you guys, do they – Shut and open reefs, as I understand it over there, that's what they do. They, yeah, they, they get the, it, it's up to TPNW to make that call on the size, you know, and per. I mean, we've lost two-thirds of our oyster beds in this bay system, and that's that's hurt us tremendously on habitat. Oh, man. See, you guys, y'all have all the grass for habitat for your fishery, and we have oyster beds, these major when, when reefs. You say- what happened is they died off from the fresh water or well we well it, we've had a combination of things we had uh too high salinity salinity levels back in uh like from 2010 to 2014 okay. which then the oyster drill set in and they start killing the beds and you know we had we had ike that was probably the tip of the iceberg there when we had ike and mm-hmm. it uh Dumped a lot of silt over them, over the beds. And then came the floods for seven or eight years. And then Harvey, that oh, was okay. pretty much the, that was a nail in the coffin in 2017, Harvey. That so you've lost a lot of oysters there. I didn't realize that. Two-thirds hmm. of our beds. I mean, and that's, Galveston Bay, we, we supplied the the whole United States with oysters. 
will they come back, Mickey? I mean, is it something that that nature comes it back will, or cycle or is it? It's it will with um, you know we're doing some window dressing stuff right now, dumping a few you know piles of substrate out and making it look like hey, it's all gonna it's it's gonna take more than that. We need a big time oyster restoration program where we put a lot of uh you know a lot of new rock on the bottom you know to start new beds and and get these reefs right. back where they were but you got to have mother nature to cooperate with that also you got to have your salinity levels yeah. right no floods no droughts it's uh it's a delicate process you know it's so funny because the orchards here we've never had orchards in laguna madre and we opened up pack reef we got oysters all around marker 37 all up in the flat big you know clusters of growing oysters so our salinity level is so high. Yeah, because you're getting that fresher guff water, you know, coming yes, in. Yes, and we're finally getting some oysters up right. here, and it, it's changed a lot. So it goes to show you how sensitive they are to the water. But uh, so we're and so you're losing all your oysters in Galveston. Are are the restaurants doing deals on the oil? How do they get in their oysters now? Is it all uh, pen raised or <laughs> farm raised oysters? Pen raised farm. Well, there's there's uh, some farming going on over by Seavers Cut in East Bay. Okay, There's a project happen, like that that them. some individuals are doing, but mm-hmm. uh, it's going to take a whole lot more than that. I mean, the consumption of oysters, you know, you know, countrywide is just phenomenal. And uh, yeah, and then also what it does to your fishery too. You know, not having your structure like that, so you've lost well, your that that, that is true habitat, and. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't realize one one little three-inch oyster will purge. You know, it'll filter 50 gallons of water a day. And when you got millions That's of those on the bottom filtering that kind of water, I mean, I can just look at our bay and tell by the clarity of the water that it's not as pristine as it used to be. It's like all our clam shells. They, they took a hit, too, our range of clams. And, yeah, uh, wow. It, uh, so that's your filter. The orchard filters your water. See, our system yeah. here, we have that. Grass, grass cleans water. your water. You know, exactly. It's the, filter. Our water. it's the filter. But I, I realized when you lost that, so just, it's messing with your water quality. That, that, it's a chain it reaction, isn't it? It's really it, it a chain really reaction. It really is, man. And, man. you know, when you have those live beds, and, I mean, just about anywhere you catch trout now, you'll have live oyster. You can go to all these reefs that have died. Sure, you still got your hard bottom there. And uh, that, you know, dead substrate. But hey, it, it, it doesn't hold. It doesn't hold life like the live ones do because there's no filter. You know, filtering. It's just. Uh, and, yeah. And do they control the commercial end of that where they pull them off certain reefs and let them grow back? Is that what the deal is? So they move. Yeah, them. the commercial the guys does? do that. And uh, you know, everybody. You know, a lot of people will talk trash about oystermen, but uh, hey, they're. <laughs> They're the lifeblood of the bay for us, and and they groom right. these reefs. They they transport them, they move them around, they rake them and groom them, and uh, once they become three inches or bigger, then they they they're able for harvest. And uh, okay. there's a, you know a lot of people just don't know and they just believe what they hear. But uh, I'm definitely a big fan of the oyster guys. Without oh, them, good, we dude. have no that's we good. have no resource. We got to have yeah, those guys. So they're taking care of their their resource. That's, well, that's yeah, good. they. I mean, they have to. It's like us. I mean, we throw fish back and try to grow a fishery so we can make a living. You know, but we don't want to wipe out our resource, and they're the same way. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's just it's just common sense comes into a play. You know, you think everybody can see it, but the problem is that a lot of people aren't down here. They don't they don't see the system. They they they're from somewhere. They come down here. They don't really know what's going on. They think it's no, just, they don't. All this water, all this water's full of fish. Well, it's not. You know, only ten percent of this water's got fish, so you have to protect them. So, it's, I see what's going on here in your orchards. I was concern, concerned because all I hear about is you know, all the good orchards come from Galveston, and now I'm you go to the restaurant now they're trying to sell you east coast oysters i mean what's going on with that yeah, yeah. Uh, i know that's uh yeah. tell you got to really talk to that'll uh that knows knows a lot about that industry that can, can clue you in a lot better than i can and that's steve hillman him and his dad Clifford. oh i, I heard mean, he, yeah <laughs> yeah and um but you know that's the deal nowadays we've got a lot of young guides and everything and not to discredit them, but they they don't know what makes this bay system click. They don't they don't realize what all has to you know the stability that you have to have to to grow a fishery and maintain it and sustain it. And uh, they're you know they're they're you know you remember when we were young. It's all about numbers. You got to catch them, man. Got to get them. Got to get them. Yeah. And uh, build your clientele base, but uh, they don't they don't see down the road, you know, I, I'm fortunate enough. I saw the best and the worst of this all the years right. I've been around. And for us to maintain and, you know, create a new fishery and a better fishery, all these things have to come together. We've got to really be adamant about catch and release. And if, if you don't need the fish, don't kill it. Why, why kill it if you don't yeah. need it? You know, you can I've only eat it. so many fish, man, you know. That's it. And, uh, That's it. and then, you know, we've, we've got to have other avenues of, you know, rebuilding the these estuaries to what they once were, you know, and, and that'll maintain your fishery. It'll take care of itself, but it's, uh, you know, you got to get your water quality right. you got to get you got to get all our oyster beds back. I mean, there's just a lot of things that come into play. And then, yeah. That's why I was so disgusted over that rollover closing. We needed that water to come through the back east bay like that. Not yeah, as much much as Mother Nature's done to you guys, you would think that yeah, you know anything that you can help your system that your 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 people would want to do that because you know you have so much negative effect. You'd have anything positive. You want you wouldn't want to take that away too. That's a, well, it boils that down to one thing, man. It's it, it just you know you ever got a problem with something and wonder why it happened. Just follow the money. You know, just that's it, buddy. If they shut down Packer Channel right now, it'd be devastating here. Oh my yeah, God, that would. thing has brought so many people. You know, you guys so are money. paying millions to open up passes down there, and, yeah. and we're paying yeah. millions to close them. Yeah, well, hopefully everybody get back on the line on that because it's uh, man, there's once this stuff is gone, it's not coming back. You know, it's just uh, it's uh, we got to save what we got left, and it does seem like though when I when you guys are talking on the radio and stuff, it's a lot more people releasing fish in your area, in my area, and down south than we've ever seen before. So hopefully we're heading in the right direction. Cause well, you know, the, the uh, big-time wrecks, you know, the recreational fishermen, they're the ones that are really making a difference. Yes, they're, sir, they are. You know, the guides are, you know, people are paying them to go fishing, and they, they, they've got to keep their fish. And it, uh, it's, it, I don't know, it's, that's that's not the problem. You know, used to you keep all the fish you wanted. You weren't hurting anything. But with all the habitat loss and uh, water quality and all the adverse things we've had happen in the last 10 years, maybe 15 years up here, 
Yeah. It's it's made a big big change. Yeah, well, thank God we got you know CCA and Parks and Wildlife to help us. We didn't have those guys who would. Well, I wish they they'd all. do more. I really do. I, I don't know, understand I why. I wish they could. You I, know? I wish. Uh, I, I don't know why TPNW didn't make that. You know, limit three and you know the same thing. You guys coast wide. Yes, sir. I wish they wouldn't would, change it because nobody here wants it changed, Mickey. We're just. We're realizing, That's what you know, I'm that hearing got, all down your yeah. way. No, everybody wants to just stay no, like sir, it is. Nobody wants it. And you look at Lake Fork. I, look, I talk to these bats. Look, Lake Fork, you have a slot for big. Why can't we have a slot down here in, in, in Bath and Bayford? It's a big trout area. You know, why can't you say sure. if the trout's over 23 inches, you have a tag, you know, for one a year. And everybody catch all these beautiful 20, 23s. There's millions of them. And then, then, then they got the trophy guys that want to catch a fish of a lifetime. Well, you got them here. That's but it. Anyway, and, I and think you're bringing more you know, money, Mickey. Hey, just just charge a fighter. And and another thing, I mean, we could we could do a lot more as far as uh, promoting a hatchery and everything. I mean, we could raise more fish to put back in the water. And I yeah, think that's where TPNW has been missing the boat for years and years is over these tournaments. And hey, I have nothing against tournaments, but hey, if you're gonna throw these big events and pull all these fish out of the water. I know some tournaments say, you know, like Chad, what they're doing. Yes. That is, they're not hurting anything, but the ones that are, they should be able to, you know, they should have to pay some kind of restitution to the hatchery to raise more fish to put back in the water that they just pulled out. Just like the bass. Yeah. On your your entry fee. Yeah. On your entry fee, add an extra $10 for everybody, then send that and buy some fish and put them back. You know, that would be a great That's it. Or just go by the number of fish that were weighed in and then pay a restitution on those. There's a lot of things that could be done, but it's just, uh, I I don't know why it hadn't been, but Hey, we'll, we'll weather it out and uh, continue to do our part and be good stewards of the sport. And, Try to change things, make it better. Yes. I want to. I want to see it get back to what I've seen for my grandson to experience when he's when he gets old enough, start fishing hard. You yeah, know? man, I'm, I got my grandson too. I would hope it's, it's good enough where I can take him and catch a big fish on top water. He hadn't got a he hadn't got his thirty yet. Neither one of my grandkids got a thirty. And I hope there's a chance I can get both my grandkids in a thirty inch trout. Exactly. That's my dream, you, know? you know, that's what we're gonna try. But anyway. I'm with you, bro. Anyway, Mickey, but uh, it's it's amazing how we have a lot of good people that that want us want what we want, and so hopefully it'll it'll all come together. But in well, general, there's just man, too much animosity between everybody. Y'all, you know, we're all in the same same boat, same industry, and everything. And and these these younger guys and these older guys, we're all hard headed. Hey, we all need to come together and and get along and and bring this. You know, there. The heck with all this diversity, man. You know, yeah. I don't care how anybody fishes. You know, it, it's yeah. you know, quit, quit pointing the finger and bad mouthing each other and do something about it, man. Yes, sir. And I've kind of seen that come around here. We don't have none of that animosity here too much against the base. No, Whatever. you Everybody's guys, you guys are on a, a is, level you know? playing field, y'all. I'm, I'm, just, nobody bothers anybody. It's just great, you know. That's right. And it's just the way it should be. And and you know, another thing is I've, I've talked to this about was is the guys need to be more respectful for the people that on the weekends that you've had that baby yourself all week. And all week long, that's right. Move and over Rover guys, and let these guys yeah, take I, over. Exactly. I heard my guys tell the other day that they were weight fishing and a guide boat pulls up in front of them and cuts them off. And then the guy says, well, we're a guide. I said, well, so what? Dang, man, you should, I mean, well, I mean, that's so disrespectful. You should know like better. That, you know? God, you should get the heck away from those guys and leave them it's alone. Too much man. greed, but man. Too much too greed. greed Got to get them. Anyway, Got to get them. 
Got to go. That's it, buddy. All right, buddy. Well, Cliff, I'm out of time, bud. If somebody wants to call uh-huh. you about coming down, I'm glad you survived anniversary week. And, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey, throw them a number out. Somebody wants to call you about coming down All fishing, right. bud. All right, Mickey. I'm at area code 361-949-0707. Hey, thanks for having me on, Mickey. Hey, Thank always you. a pleasure, Cliff. You have a good weekend, buddy. All See right, you. Thanks. All right. All right, that's Captain Cliff Webb down in Corpus Christi. Well, you know, 13 fishing concept reels, you know what I like about them? They're sleek. They're stylish. They're just what you expect from 13 fishing. They're all new concept series reels, especially these new G2s. They're they're the real package. These, uh, you know, and they're, they're more than just a pretty package. They're loaded with all the great features seasoned anglers want. They feature anti-corrosion ceramic hybrid bearings. They cast like a dream. And the concept has a huge 22-pound bulldog drag system. It can stop even the toughest inshore giants. And the Concept Series reels from 13 Fishing boast a dead stop and a reverse system, an airhead line guide, and the sweetest handles you've ever put your hands on. And it's all streamlined into a package to easily wrap your hand around for maximum comfort, castability, and control. Stop by your local retailer, demand to learn more about 13 Fishing's Concept Reels, or check them out on the web at 13fishing.com. That's Concept Series Reels from 13 Fishing. Make your own luck. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Final segment already. Today has flown by. Some good calls, interesting conversations. All right. Speaking of more interesting conversation, let's run up to Lake Livingston, Penwall Campground and Marina, and check in with Mr. Harry Detant this morning. Harry, what's up, buddy? Mickey, I guess we've got a nice day going up here this morning. They're in Looks the, like right it. Right now, they're in the... Huh? Looks like it. 
Yeah, there's not a breath of wind out yonder, and I don't know what the temperatures are. The temperatures feel pretty nice. I mean, right. everything looks really good. I mean, it sure is. But uh, we've had a we've had a good week up here this week. We did get a little bit of rain, not a not a whole lot of rain, but we did get a little bit, and uh, that was great. You kind of give us a little more time to kind of continue to dry out a little bit. But uh, the week was good. Uh, still seeing lots and lots of fish come in. The, you know, these bulkhead catfish, I mean, uh, I mean, they are, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, they've been going for, what, two months now, I guess. Yeah, it's been, I don't it's know. been going on a while, buddy. It's, it's been going, and, and, you know, people are still still uh, catching the thunder out of the catfish. And <clears throat> the white bass, uh, I mean, this is probably one of the best years I've seen on white bass in in several several years, I mean the whites are, are doing really really good. Uh, uh, they're just not they're just not in one part of the lake. They're all over the lake. That's uh, good. I mean, it, it, uh, people are catching. You know, though I tell you one thing, Mickey, that uh, that I've been hearing, you know, and and people say, and uh, you know, I don't really think a whole lot of it, and, and I'm sure you'd probably agree with me, but you know, you. Yeah, guys come in and say, you know, we well we caught a hundred we caught a hundred white bass this morning and we went back out this afternoon, we got another hundred, you know, so Uh-oh. bring them home, they bring them limp, you know what I mean? I mean Yep. You know, that's, that's not good. That's that's just like stealing from you or stealing from me or stealing from your double neighbor dipping, or whatever. Man. It's double dipping and you know you know, you're 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 taking away from uh It's greed's what know, it is. Yes, I mean it sure is, and I mean if you need those fish bad enough to double dip like that, go get you a job, earn some money, and go to the drugstore. You know, I mean, that's exactly the way I, mean, I feel. How right. many fish can a person eat? You know, a lot of these fish ended up getting they end up getting wasted, put in a freezer and freezer burn, getting old, and or else they'll uh, go out and just kill them just to be killing them, and then just give them yeah. to everybody. Yeah, I mean, uh, yes. Uh, uh, Mickey, you don't know how many times uh, in the springtime I hear people say, "Well, we got to empty out our freezer to make room for new fish." Yeah, you know, throw throw they, uh, you know, already dead fish away that should have been consumed. Just throw them away so they can fill it up with more new ones and let them run too. It, it, it just does not make make any any sense to me at all. I mean, no, it I doesn't. But you know, you can go fish all day long. It, I mean, you can fish all day long. You can catch all you want. Just unhook them and put them back in the water. Yeah, know, they'll I swim. Mean. They'll actually swim off and live to make more new fish or somebody else to catch. You know, that's exactly right. I mean, you know, you catch and release is great. You know, you, you know, I mean, my gosh, you don't have to have five hundred pounds of fish in your freezer to make it through the winter. I I'm mean, telling you, you're gonna throw, you're gonna go throw hundred. 450 pounds of them away uh, this spring to make room for new ones, you know. I mean, exactly. It, it doesn't add up. I mean, you go catch all the fish you want. You know, keep keep a amount that, that you can take home and, and eat and and release the rest. Just catch and release. Uh, and that, that way, next year we'll have another good year. You know what I mean? But, right. But when you just kind of overtake and overdo, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I mean that's that's not right. It sure is. It, but 
anyway, but that's the kind of way that goes. I mean, uh, my gosh, you know, I, I, you know, I come in one time, you know, and, and uh, I'd wind up carrying two parties that day, and and I took a, I took a, that the second party, and we left out of here about three thirty or four, and come in eight thirty or so, right at dark, you know, and uh, and the couple of guys was with me, you know, we. Uh, we had plenty of fish on the boat. You know, we wasn't over limited, but I just didn't do that. But, but, and I pulled into my boat stall and parked in the boat. And that one guy looked at me and he said, he said, I sure, I sure hope you want these fish. Uh, I don't want them. And I said, good land, man. I mean, what do you think I need fish for? You know, <laughs> I want something to eat. I'll just go catch them that day and we'll go on down the road. You know, I, but, you know, uh, waste, you know, I mean, he just, uh, uh, he could have told me, I, we, I told him, I said, you know, we could have caught fish all evening on, just throw them back, you know. I mean, I mean, you know, you don't have to catch and keep just because you caught them, you know. But, uh, but you know, I mean, it, it's, just, uh, it, it's just really uncalled for. I mean, I mean, if we don't, if we don't take care of our, our fish and our game, it's just like going out and poaching a deer or or uh, or whatever, exactly. you know what I mean? I mean uh, Buffalo hunters, they're... man. Catch them to their end oh, yeah, and then move on to the next lake and wipe them uh-huh. out. Yep, yeah, they're, uh, that's what happens. But uh, everything is going good up here on Livingston. Nikki, I mean, shoot, yeah, I mean. Uh, the lake we're right at, normal pool, maybe just a fraction over, and I think the release is maybe 2,400, 2,500 cubic feet a second. Uh, doesn't look like there's a lot of water in the river coming down out of the out of the Dallas area. Uh, we've had we've had some nice nice weather, uh, so everything's finally kind of falling into into place and all. And and I can I can really tell you the fishing has really been good. I mean. Probably it's probably the best year of fishing that we've had in a in a long long while. But uh, but anyway, everything good. Man, Livingston's been really good on whites and catfish. You know, and, and Livingston's always been known for their you know huge populations catfish, but their white bass is big time this year. Richland Chambers is oh, big yeah. time, and even Lake Houston has been really. Unreal really? whites this year. Yeah, Lake Houston had had a heck of a run. I wonder. I wonder why. Maybe I wonder what the difference was. I don't know. I don't know. I, I was talking to John Littleton uh, Friday morning, and he took his granddaughter, and they just went out. They they wiped yeah. them out. They caught them I mean, big time. You know, they're just you know those fish like on the whites. They're just not in somebody's secret spots, you know, and just a few people. I mean. They're catching them all all the way up and down the lake, you know. Right, that's good, man. Uh, that's a that's that means uh, we've had some good spawns, you know. Considering all the floods we've had and everything, it's it's all materialized. Pretty good. I mean, you know, but you can go down the lake and you, and you can watch people, you know, and people they're they're right. on you know the known spots. They're sitting on one ninety road bed or they're sitting out at Walker's Lake or right. they're sitting on the uh, on the uh, uh, west side of Pine Island or the Hump or the Lump, you know. But, you know, and that's what people fish. But you know what? Livingston's a big lake. Those are not the only, you know, we used to, <laughs> when we was fishing a lot, you know what I mean, 
we knew we wouldn't get caught dead on on places like that. I mean, why? Because it it wasn't it wasn't no good spot. But you get off down and you learn that river channel going down through the middle of the lake. My God, there's more structure down here than there you can is. Take. And you can get on those areas, and and uh, you know you you can be by yourself. You don't have to worry about a boat coming in because as long as there's one boat and, and they see your one boat and it's it's way off in the distance, they're not going to come looking at you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You get two or three boats, next thing you know, we got three Here or four. Here they come. Here they come. You know, Misery loves like company. That. <laughs> that, that's right. It's uh, they're called boat hunters. And you know? that's it. Structure fishermen. Structure fishermen. Sure are. But my gosh, you know what? I, I tell you what. We was on that river channel one day and. and uh, uh, we'd been catching fish, and I, and I had this lady on the boat with me, and, and mix. I've never seen so many people with with a decent rod and a Zebco 33. But you know what I mean? Uh, we landed. Uh, it, that catfish was 50, 53, 53, 52 or 53 pounds. But we oh. was white bass fishing, and she caught that fish on that little old rod. Oh, and be all I could do, I just kept up with it with the trolling motor. I didn't even have a net on the boat big enough to put it in the boat, you know. And uh, finally, this guy that I knew, he came over, and I got him to go back into to Pinwall and, and pick me up a, a big net. And you know, we netted that fish and and got it up on got it up on the boat. I mean, that was a that was a big fish. We uh, we waited and 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 put it right back in the. Well, we had to. I had to bring it in and wait on my uh, propane skills, and uh, uh, brought it back out and put it right back in the water. And, and I guess it's still swimming today. All that and fish I'll, is gonna yeah. do is make millions of babies. You know, uh, all those old big fish like that—they're not. I mean, no. you can turn them. That's, you can let them turn them back and let them make more. You know what I know about those big fish like that? A lot of people, they'll let them swim for a few days or whatever, you know, kind of purge out or whatever. But I can tell you there's a difference between lake weight and bank weight. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some of those fish, people let them swim. And say that fish starts off to be 30 pounds, and time it swims for three days, it's up to 40 or 45 pounds. <laughs> <They> never, <Yeah. laughs> the story just grows and grows. on it. But, you know, that's just part of fishing. I don't know, but uh, they do. They do pretty good. But those old big fish. I mean, if you want a good eating catfish, you you get one in between, say, uh, two and a half pounds and five pounds, and you got you got a really. There you good go. Eating. There's I your mean, eaters. If you want table fare, that's the ones to target. That, that's one to start with, you know. And then, and all these fish, you know, even the big ones and whatever, you know. Everybody's got a cell phone in their pocket. All you got to do is hold that fish up, stand in the boat, take a picture with it, and and you got it for life right under. Uh, turn it loose. You can tear it, turn it loose. You can carry the picture to work with you or whatever, you know, and and, uh, and uh, show it to all your friends, you know. But uh, exactly. But I don't know. The fishing's good. I mean, we've had a we've had an excellent uh, excellent year this year. I've, in a way, we took took a little bit of a slow start on the, on the whites, but you know I've seen the whites go all the way down to. Uh, uh, there was one year it was the first of June before before we caught any white bass, and, but you know it, they it just they was here one day they wasn't here, and then the next day they was here. But, right. 
everything kind of clicked around, I think, on, on coming down through the river channel system, you know, this year. And, mm-hmm. and so we got, and i tell you one thing, and I've seen a few, but I hadn't seen a whole lot, but but uh, I haven't seen a whole lot of floaters uh, at all. And there has been years that we've seen quite a few floaters on the white bass when they start coming back into the lake. And, and you know, Parks and Wildlife, they'll tell you that that's just uh, the stress of, of spawn, and which it very well could be. You know, I don't I don't know. But, uh, but I haven't seen a, a whole lot, and uh, uh, I haven't heard heard anybody talking about a whole lot of floaters out there. So, so everything's really been doing... Uh, really been doing pretty good up here on Livingston. It's kind of a quiet morning this morning. Uh, uh, we've been launching a few boats and stuff, but it's not a it's not a hard running weekend and all. But but sometimes it, it takes a late start. But uh, you know, still I get quite a few people there coming in early, like early in the morning, five o'clock and stuff like that, and, and uh, launching and, and hitting these bulkhead catfish and stuff. That's still going on on here in Livingston. It sure is, but we've had a we've had a real good run of it. We really have this year. Well, that's good to hear. Well, hey man, it's getting time for me to scat out of here. But uh, All right. if somebody wants to come up to Penwar or give you a call, give them some info, Harry. Just give us a call here at Penwar, and that telephone number is nine three six nine six seven four seven five two. Come by any time. All yeah. right, and you always got a pot of coffee going. I, I got it somewhere. Now we turn we we went over into a Keurig, Mickey. I mean, well, even the pot go. of coffee. That, that's even better. Way, that's guys. what I drink. I'm I'm a K cup guy. You don't waste I'm any coffee that way. Guy. It's fresh every time. You know, you get it in a pot, and the time you get down to the bottom of that pot, it might be five hours later. But it's a little stout. truck stop <laughs> coffee. <laughs> truck stop coffee is right. All right. Thank you all. Have a good day. Hey, Harry. Thanks for the update. See you, man. Later. All right. All right. That's Mr. Harry D. Tan up on Lake Livingston. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. But guess what? We'll be back in the morning, bright and early, 4 a.m., right here at Sports Radio 610, KILT Houston. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.